Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time. Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Burrell. Richie, how are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Pitches and catches are reporting. And uh, that's my that's me being Liza Minnelli, being excited about the beginning of spring training. Uh, I'm glad that they reported on Sunday because let me tell you something. I needed something to distract me from that that Grammys. Did you see the Beyonce? I mean, <laughs> what is she doing? It looked like she was like giving birth on stage. I had to I had to flip the channel. Yeah, it was pretty aggressive, kid. I tell you, there was the guys in their underwear uh, going up to the stage. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing watching this? But I, I did like how you mentioned Liza Minnelli. Very possible she slept with Tom Siva. Not not saying that happened or didn't happen, but not saying it didn't didn't happen. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's all you yeah, you just toss it in there. Allegedly you're, you're it didn't happen. Allegedly it didn't happen. No. Yeah, Tom Tom wouldn't do that. He's uh he's a, a gentleman and and Liza's a gentleman too. But uh moving on <laughs> It's Met Spring Training. Here we are. And, uh, you know, at the beginning of Met Spring Training, my favorite part is what I like to call uh, Met's porn. It's not like spice, uh, like when you used to look through the little bars on your TV and just like, you know, wait for like a private part to flash on the screen real quick. It's not like one of those things. It's like when you show up at camp and you hear all the big, uh, the big, uh, cliches about all these players and what's going on. So uh, I got a few lined up if you want to go over them, Tommy, because I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I've been on this stuff like a hawk all week. Yeah, I tell you, kid, it's not the same. I, I remember being back in the 90s, the mid to late 90s, and guys would be on the Dante Bichette diet. They'd say, hey, this guy had, was working out twice a day, eating a lot of protein. He's put on a cool 45 pounds of muscle. <laughs> He's going to hit 40 home runs. Shout out to Brady Anderson. Uh, shout out to Dante Bichette. Basically, the whole Colorado Rockies team at, at one point in time, uh, of course, the Yankees and, and the Red Sox, it was at a certain point who was going to outjuice the other team back in the early 2000s. Uh, curses be damned. But not the same yeah, as I mean. That. But you know, a lot of, I I don't think it was I don't think it was juice like you're saying. I'm to me, it, it seemed like you, you ever eat like six pouches of Jack Link's beef jerky. I don't know. That's you enough. Say, you say Johnny Damon was hanging out with JJ Watt. That's enough protein to hit one of the yard. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, these guys. Uh, it's it's America's pastime. It's a clean game, right? So uh, watch your p's and q's. Got to get the but, uh, descriptions now. Yeah, you're damn right. If anyone's got one, hook me up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you and me both. Yeah. So that brings us to the cliches for this year, and uh, you know, I've been noticing over the past few years that there's always the usual, the usual things. Someone's lost weight. Someone's put on weight in a good way. Someone's put on weight in a bad way. If you're Pablo Sandoval's, uh, you know, there's um, someone looks really good in a bullpen session, pitching to nobody with no pressure. Um, someone makes a, a, a big statement. We're going to win this year. Okay. All this stuff has happened so far. So let's go over each piece of Mets porn. The first one, Sending God has added 17 pounds of muscle, wants to throw the ball harder. Tommy, is his arm going to explode? Uh, what, what even happens here? 
I don't know, kid. I don't even know how it's possible. I mean, him saying he's going to throw harder is like me saying I can eat more calories than I normally do on a Sunday. I don't, I don't understand it. It's remarkable. Do we basically have um, Brock Lesnar with long hair now? I hope so. I mean, F5 and guys, I mean, he's 60 feet, six inches away. Uh, if he looks like Brock Lesnar and he wants to break out the F5 and, and maybe we got Sable on the front row, I'm not mad about it. That's true. Sable was, uh, she was a peach. Plus, if he names himself Brock Syndergaard, I'm 18 times more scared of him as a batter. Just a little tip. Uh, take it or leave it. But that's number one. Number two, Conforto lost seven pounds. Terry Collins, he was uh, he was getting like tingly below the waist over the fact that Conforto lost seven pounds during his press conference, talking about how this kid's going to make it tough. Um, so does that mean that uh, Jay Bruce is going to AAA? I don't know, but I, with Conforto, I, I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, we grew up watching Butch Husky, so I if you're telling me an outfielder is overweight and you, you point out Conforto, I, I think he looks fine, personally. But we'll see with Jay Bruce. He's still got the great haircut, Mr. Pompadour. I see you, Fat Elvis. Uh, 80 RBIs before the break, about nine after the break. But anyway, Mike Conforto, shout out to you. Like your diet on the protein thing. I see you. Yeah, I mean, Husky was built into Butch's name. So if he wasn't putting down at least uh, half a Crave crate after the game, he was disrespecting his ancestors. So that's number one. Uh, and number two, Conforto, I, I think the team likes this kid. I think Terry likes this kid. I know Terry likes this kid. Um, I, If I were Jay Bruce, I would, uh, I would look for a great condo in Vegas because it's going to be – you know, I'm not I'm not down there. I'm not a beat reporter, but the writing's on the wall. You heard it here first. Jay Bruce suiting up Las Vegas 51, the starting right fielder. I tell you what, Jay Bruce's destiny is to be the starting right fielder slash DH in the Tampa Bay Rays. Has there ever been a guy more cut out for the Rays playing on like a one-year, $8 million deal? I mean, he's pretty much Carlos Pena with a little bit better. And a pompadour. And a pompadour. There you go. Well, hopefully Jay can live out his dream after he wins the World Series as part of a 19-man Mets outfield. Jay can head on down to Tampa. Uh, <laughs> and uh, for, for Jay, it'll be like the equivalent of when your parents uh, have your dog put down but tell him tell you that he went off to a farm to play somewhere, except he'll actually go off to the farm. No one's going to put Jay Bruce down. Yeah. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> As you should be. That was, that was a great. Uh, that was a great comparison there. I think. I think we'll move on at that with, with that. Because uh, now you know it's just uncomfortable. Sorry, Jay. Um, so Conforto. Yeah, love you. Conforto's lost seven pounds. Oh, hit the next one. Matt Harvey looks like the Dark Knight again. Basically, just because he showed up and threw a baseball without getting booed or giving up a double. I tell you what, kid, I, I will always be on Matt's side. I know he was seeing the supermodels. He was doing the New York thing and everything like that. At the end of the day, no one will replace how I feel when Harvey was out on the mound on Friday nights just throwing high fastballs by people. I want him to be right. It's been very frustrating. I'm hoping he's getting it back. I'm with Matt Harvey. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I mean, I hope he's good because, I mean, like, I just remember, uh, and I think we've talked about this game before on this program, but in my mind, I, I just play the Bruce Springsteen song, Glory Days, and I just remember him just destroying the Nationals, him versus Strasburg, and uh, Lucas Duda, 
and the boy Ike Davis, uh, RIP to Ike Davis, not really playing anymore, but those guys went deep, and the whole crowd was just chanting, Harvey's better. I had like 12 Modellos that day. It was a Friday. Uh, nothing better, you know, nothing better when you just when you just plow right into a weekend at 150 miles an hour with a great Met game and a great chant. Yeah, it's one of those weekends where you're going to be out pretty late on Friday. You're going to have the hair of the dog on Saturday. And by Sunday, you're just not going to be able to leave your couch. You'll be watching the Mets in the 1 o'clock game. It's literally the best weekend you can have. Looking forward to Mets baseball. Really the best thing in the world is being out at City Field, especially for the weekend games. So I can't wait for the Mets to be back in my life. It's been a long winter, Richie. We've been hibernating. Not on the show, but, but, but you know, we've been sleeping a lot, eating a lot. Looking forward to getting back at City Field. Yeah, and a little tip. If you watch that Sunday game, you've been drinking for the last two days. You hung over on Saturday, you hung over on Sunday, and you really don't want to move off the couch, but you want to feel like you got outside, you open the window a little bit. You just open the window, a little breeze comes in, it feels like you went for a walk. So it's not going to feel like you're all cooped up. Can't do that right now in February, not really an option. You kind of just have to sit in your own filth and be hung over. So, uh, you know, once springtime comes... You can fake being an outdoorsman. You protect your skin from the dangerous rays of the sun. And, uh, you know, you get to enjoy a 1 o'clock Met game. Best of both worlds. And don't get the Chinese food. You might wake up on a Sunday. You're pretty hungover. You've been drinking for two days. You think, yeah, I'll get the General Sows. It's, it's not good. It's not good. The biggest thing you learn when you get older is you stick to some, some relatively – eat some pizza. Pizza's not healthy, but you'll, you'll feel like a human being. Pizza is the safety blanket of hungover foods. Uh, apps of friggin' lootly. Um, what else do we have in the uh, Mets porn department? Ooh, there was a video circulating recently. Uh, Ioannis Cespedes was squatting 900 pounds with that guy Bawis, who, <laughs> like I said, is just uh, chain smoking and blowing smoke in everyone's face at his academy as they lift weights. He's screaming in the background. And Yo is just he's just pumping these out. I don't even understand it. He he basically took like like a fiat and just raised it up in the air like ten times. Yeah, you want to assess, but it's the guy is like when you're you're playing high school football, he doesn't show up for weightlifting the entire time and like two days before two days he shows up and he's he's bench pressing four fifteen and, and everyone's like like holy hell. I'm glad this guy's on my side. So you you might not love it, you might not you know, but at least he's put in the work and at least he's a total horse. So shout out to you. He's a total horse. He owns a horse. Maybe he'll even ride in on a horse to spring training. Uh, that was that was a tremendous way to uh, put a bow on Yoannis there. And uh, I don't know. What's the other? Is there any other spring training porn that's going on at the moment? There's rumors of a Neil Walker extension. That's not really porn. Or that's like the that's like when you run into the wrong type of stuff. Like you just, you know, you, I, I don't know. I that's don't like know. that's like the Showtime 11 p.m. or the uh, the Wild on E back in the day. Yeah, that's Wild on E. That's Wild on E. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. You get on there, you think you're going to be partying, and uh, you know it's just Brooke Burke showing you like expensive hotels. That's what the that's what the Neil Walker extension talk is right now. Um, and, uh, and then the total opposite of that, you always have one scare, one or two scares per spring, like for the Cardinals, that guy, Reyes, his elbow exploded. So, you know, RIP and for the Mets, Zach Wheeler has a tender elbow, uh, which, you know, pretty much par for the course, but hopefully Zach, it's just, uh, you know, it's just some, some, 
rust from not throwing for a while and the boy Zach will be all right. Because I swear to God, if I don't see all five of those pitchers in the same rotation at one point in my life, I will kill myself. That's a promise. Yeah, shout out to, to Zach. We're hoping he gets healthy. Guy's got tremendous talent, hoping it works out. So, you know, we've seen we've seen this happen in the worst-case scenario a few times. And not too many serious moments here, Richie, but rooting for you, Zach Wheeler. Rooting for you. That's that's right. Love you, Zach. Uh, and now I think that's it. Spring training going well. Otherwise, uh, probably a little weird down there with that Adam Rubin. Ooh, he's not with the team anymore. He's uh, doing uh, other stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't know him. Uh, and then does, that, does anyone know him? No, not really. I mean, he's got everyone blocked on Twitter. So uh, no one knows him. But best of luck. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just ramping up. We're not in games yet. We're not really doing anything too, too crazy. Uh, I look forward, everybody, if you want to know what's coming next, a lot of talk about when Ahmed Rosario finally picks up a bat or a glove. You're going to see, oh, speaking of picking up gloves, there is one more thing. David Wright, close to performing baseball activities, which is, unfortunately, uh, the, the highest form of David Wright Mets point there is at this point. Shout out to David. Looking for you. I still remember the spring training that Mike Sorrentino from the Jersey Shore was down, and you guys did that that thing for the the vitamin water where you you worked out with your shirts off. Uh, so yeah, hoping, yep. it's, hoping it's a better spring. Hoping it's a better spring than that one. Yep, that was a low point. So uh, I would say David doing baseball activities, whatever those may be, uh, sunflower seeds, a couple hacks. Maybe getting a new glove stringed. I don't know what the, what those are, but uh, God bless David. Can't wait for you to uh, for you to get back on the field. All right, so uh, everybody buckle up. Dave's coming back. You don't you don't worry about it. But anyway, the stuff you can look forward to next week. I think you're gonna hear a lot of uh, you know chatter about the rookies, the five starter. Um, you know, just general spring training stuff. And then once we get into games, Gary, Keith, and Ron come back, and all bets are off. Everything goes off the rails. It's going to be great. Can't wait, kid. But uh, in the meantime, I think we should talk about something else that's been in the news here. Um, that segue, it sounded like our, our idol, Jay Leno. That was a good one. It's stuff he does. Great and, cars. Uh, yeah, great cars. You, you bet your ass. Uh, the Phillies painted you gotta believe on the wall of their clubhouse now first of all i did some research after this found out that the phillies had the same guy who made up you gotta believe on the mets this guy tug mcgraw i thought you gotta believe was made up by fred wilpon so that's on me but uh what are the phillies doing they're taking our biggest slogan you got to believe is right up there. That's our number one slogan right above next year is now. That was also a great slogan. And but right, you got to. And right behind who let the dogs out. That's right. So, I mean, like, what the hell? How do you just what what happened here? I tell you what, Richie, I don't get I don't get charged up too often. But but are, are you are you kidding me? I mean, if you're the Phillies marketing people, like you, you couldn't come up with anything else. Like I, I saw this today; it was on the rundown that you sent over v- via the email through our boy Gene, and I and I didn't really believe it. I said, "Is this supposed to be ironic? Like you couldn't take Cub Go Cubs Go? Was power and pinstripes beyond the pale? You had to start doing the tomahawk chop during home games? Like 
Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you, like, like, man, you guys suck. I mean, Chase Elliott's not walking through the door. Roy Halladay's not walking through the door. All you guys have is Mikel Franco, and you don't even have that, that weird guy with the radar gun who sits behind home plate and acts like his job's real important. I, he's not even there anymore. I don't know what you guys have. I, 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 I mean, they have, a, they have our slogan is what they have. They have a bad marketing team. Like, like, could you imagine? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Like, are they trying to troll the Mets? Like, is this supposed to be ironic? Like, I, I get it that Tug McCraw played for your team, and I get it that the guy that wrote the article for the Times was trying to act like this was that the Phillies had a claim to this. But you, you don't, you don't take slogans. The Mets got slogan cucked. Oh, I. <laughs> You know it as well as anybody else. The you, Mets, it just ha- it just happened. You've been on the Twitter. Yeah, I have. <laughs> you learned the terminology of. Uh, I'm learning uh, the terminology of the, of our uh, you know each each side of the aisle for the uh, the politics. They they love to use that word a lot. Yeah, it's a t- it's a tough one, but uh, uh, I j- I don't I don't get it. Dude. Really grinds my gears, kid. It really does. Well, you know, there's only one thing we could do now. You gotta, you gotta fight fire with fire. So uh, I think that we should start doing all sorts of things that that Philly fans would do, or or the Phillies. I think we should start by uh, wearing uh, Philly jerseys once a week. We should just wear Philly jerseys on the field with their names on them, the pinstripes, the candy stripes, all that stuff. That's number one. Number two. We should all grow little uh, goatees, get pickup trucks, and sit in the parking lot of City Field, just throwing beer cans at uh, you know at anybody with a hat from another team, or anybody who likes Santa Claus, or uh, you know you know any, anyone who says it's always sunny in Philadelphia sucks, which I can agree with. I mean, you should get a beer can thrown at you if you think that it's a great show, but you know we're trying to rail against Philadelphia here. Or another idea I had, maybe we put up a Rocky statue outside City Field. I don't know, kid. I think you're going a little a little too far. Like I'm I'm all for being the Mr. Irony, but uh the day that you see me in a Pat Burrell t shirt jersey is the day that you can take me out to pasture like old yeller if you catch my drift. All right, well that's fair, but can can we can we put a Rocky statue outside of City Field with the Mets jersey on it? I don't know. We could let all our lefty pitchers scuff the balls like Cliff Lee. We could do that. How about that? Not bad. <laughs> um, maybe you're a cheater, Cliff. Yeah, you are a cheater. The whole team, well, the whole organization's a bunch of cheaters. You see the size of that stadium? That's like a Little League World Series stadium. There's no, you know, they're a bunch of a bunch of jerks over there. Anytime we play there, I always miss Jose. Jose, well, he, I mean, obviously he's back, so. But Jose Reyes, that one year, I feel like he hit like eight home runs in like 2007. <laughs> Love Citizen Bank, uh, but yeah, you know we'll be we'll be thinking of stuff to uh, get back at you. Don't even worry about it, uh, Philadelphia. You're not going to take you got to believe from Tug McGraw and get away with it. That's uh, that's just how it's going to be. And trust me, we're being we're being a little PC for the podcast here, but there's other stuff. You know, we'll get you. We'll get batteries. We'll do all sorts of stuff. Uh, I don't even know if you guys have slogans, but if you do, we'll take it. Maybe we'll kidnap the Philly fanatic. Maybe we'll kidnap the Philly fanatic, and Mister Met can can bring him out once a game, and everyone can throw tomatoes at him, 
and then that we'll do that. We'll just embarrass you uh, on a national level once a week while we kidnap your mascot. Yeah, because there's no greater form of entertainment than a mascot riding a moped around the stadium. That's right. Do less, do less, Philly fanatic, you jerk. Well, you know that's that's what those those people are into over there. That's the uh, that's the level of uh, entertainment they used to. Oh, he's in a golf cart and he's not a human being. How does he know how to drive a golf cart? Oh my God, what a crazy thing! All right, a bunch of jerks over there in Philly. So anyway, that wraps that up. Take you got to believe off the wall. Scrub it off the wall like the Mets scrub Doc Gooden's signature off the wall when we first opened City Field and get it off there pronto. I don't want to see that thing in there by next week. Otherwise, we're going to talk about this again on the show, and I really don't want to do that. Touche, kid. And as we will move forward, our last segment, our ejection of the week, something we'll be doing every week. And I saw it on the Twitter today, my man, Jeff Loria. Yes, that Jeff Loria, Marlins owner, Jeff Loria, is apparently going to be the U.S. ambassador to France with the Trump administration. And typically we don't touch politics on this show, but, you know, uh, see you later, Jeff Loria. Take your money. Apparently he's trying to sell the team. I saw the report that the Marlins were going to get $1.6 billion that was reported, and then Darren Ravel was saying, oh, it's, it's going to be a lot less than that because the guy who's buying the team didn't do his due diligence. Well, Chief, maybe you should do that. Maybe you should do a little better. Jeff Loria, you will always be remembered for having a art house snuff film of a stadium with a giant fish tank in the background. Good riddance. Yeah, I mean, that stadium, I still want to go down there. But, I mean, like, when they first opened it up, I was like, hey, dude, what, what is this? Like, Leroy Neiman had an orgy in here? Like, what is this? And, uh, you know, just so you know, I didn't know who Leroy Neiman was, but looked that up so that I could keep up uh, and talk about the conversation. Uh, I'm not very I'm not very cultured when it comes to politics either. Um, all I hope is that under Trump, that – what is he the ambassador to, Loria? France. France, Okay. Well, known for their that, bravery, known for the, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's what I, and their fries, <laughs> uh, but, but mostly the fries, but what, the only thing I hope is that under the Trump administration, they don't ban people from going to the DR because then I don't go on vacation anymore. So, uh, I think Jeffrey, Jeffrey Loria is a scumbag for making a stadium that looks like a Lisa Frank coloring book. And uh, he, that that alone should be a reason for him to uh, sell the team and move on. And hopefully the new owner paints the stadium like an adult. And he picks a color. He picks like one color. He takes that he takes that Mardi Gras float of that Marlin jumping over a rainbow in center field. He throws that thing in the garbage. That's going to be like a, a two-month project to get, get that out of there. And uh, maybe they could bring the Marlins back to respectability. But until that time, they should probably uh, just forfeit all their games and not embarrass themselves by going out there looking like a bunch of uh, rainbow trouts. It's like someone someone asked Terry Richardson to have a photo shoot of what 2025 baseball would look like. There's just all right. kinds of fish and, and, a, and attractive and, women from Miami and... And Kate Upton somewhere in there. Yeah. I loves Kate Upton. The Clevelander. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. See you later, Jeff Laurie. Go to be the ambassador to France. He's a big Get art, out of here. Art, art guy, apparently. Yeah. Congratulations. Like, see you later. Why don't you move to France? Um, and, and, you know, who knows? Who knows who will take over the team? But uh, as long as it's not Jeff Laurie who's made enough bad decisions to last four lifetimes, it's fine with me. And uh, And I think that's it. 
we have a very exciting announcement though what are we uh we're starting some new stuff gene put us on this crazy kick now we're really into voicemails so tommy tell them what we're doing yeah so we're gonna start doing these fan voicemails you call into the show we have a number for you it'll be posted on our facebook page our twitter page i think richie actually has it i'm not too computer savvy myself but essentially you call the number we're about to tell you and we'll have the opportunity to play your voicemails on the air answer your questions here we go if you want to talk to us on voicemail the number is 929-274-4086 again that's 929-274-4086 leave us a message ask us about the mets ask us about jeffrey loria ask us about spring training porn we have the answers to all your questions because you know uh, we have started a podcast because we don't believe that it's just a, a journalist world out there. There's room for guys that just know a lot about the team and want to talk like down-to-earth dudes that generally um, drink too much uh, and lie to their doctor about their alcohol consumption. So <laughs> if you if you want to get on the show, it's very true. we promise we will have the uh, voicemails. We will play them. We will answer your questions. Uh, leave a name. We'll give you a little shout out, maybe on the Twitter, depending on Gene's schedule. And that's it. We will uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. More spring training for everybody. Love you. Take it easy. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Yeah, hey, fellas. This is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time. <laughs>